in the morning. Wake up time! Now on Sports Radio 810 WHB, Walker Medical Linen Services proudly presents The Border Patrol with Stephen St. John and Nate Buchanan. Good morning, my neighbors! And there it comes, the final whistle from the Shell Energy Stadium. It finishes 1-1. Sporting Kansas City go on the road against the Houston Dynamo and grab a point. Uh, Missouri will set a school record for consecutive losses and a bunny miss on the other end, emblematic of the way this thing started. It ended with a 42-point performance and now drama between the coaches. Victory today, 84-74. to Kansas State wins. KJ steps through, kicks to Johnny for three. He got it. Johnny Furphy from the corner. And Kansas back up 22 on Texas. Good morning, Kansas City. This is the Border Patrol and Sports Radio 810 WHB. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Monday, February 22nd, 2024. Stephen St. John, Nate Bucati, and uh, the Drake Jason Justice filling in for Jake Gutierrez, who I believe returns tomorrow. So, Drake, thanks for uh, filling in for another day for Jake. The Drake for Jake. So that's the uh, that's the trade we're making. So, but we appreciate it. I have no idea where Jake is. The conference, uh, the, the get together, an advancement. I don't know what that is. So, all right. Oh yeah, doesn't sound like it. What's going on over there? This. Uh... This allergy season's hitting me a little bit, but I'm all right. A little bit. <laughs> that sound good? Wow. Mm, right into the mic. There you go. Good morning, everyone. Now enjoy your breakfast. Yeah. So when is it? When did this start? Yeah, Friday, maybe. It's been it's been off and on. Traveling probably doesn't help. Is this bad allergy season right now, or is this? I was. I feel like it gets a little earlier for me every year. With this warm weather right now, it's uh, usually the tree pollen hits me pretty hard. So it's weird. I used to get allergies in the fall, and now I get them like right before spring. I don't know. Yeah, Sue's always been really bad with allergies, but now she gets shots on the regular now, and it's helped her tremendously. And so I used to be able to judge by her, like, oh boy, allergies are getting bad. But now she's all right. That's good. Her and Julia both get shots, regular shot, allergy shots, because they were really bad. But, you know, no shots for you. I used to take shots. I didn't have the best experience with them, so I I stopped doing that. Yeah. But uh, my allergies seem to hit me about once a year, and uh, this seems to be that time of year, so. 
but we'll be all right. I just sound a little congested right now. I got some nose spray. You want to spray your, spray your nose spray right now? <laughs> on the air? <laughs> no, I'm good. Have you Thank used you. it yet? I uh, a little little bit of a saline spray rinse this morning. You do that. Was it a neti pot or whatever? No, I, I've i tried that stuff. That didn't work. It never works on you, huh? Well, I've read mixed reviews on what ends up happening with that sometimes. So I. Uh, you, be, you did it, though, or you read about it? Um, I did it, and then I read some stuff that uh, could actually make things worse long term for the situation I have. Mm-hmm. So I, I choose not to do that these days. I just used the saline spray. That was advice of my doctor. Doctor? Doctor? Will give a shout-out to your doctor? No. Oh, why? Because it's not working. That's why. Shout-out Dr. Ruiz. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ruiz? Yeah. KCK right. guy. How about uh, how about some Big 12 basketball? How about those Houston yeah. Cougars? Oof. What about them? I don't think anybody's catching them. Well, you're giving up already, huh? Well, season's over. <laughs> I don't know that the season's over, but I felt like this weekend their their game at Baylor was the the game you had to hope if you're Kansas they would drop to keep you alive. That was the toughest game on paper, anyway, for them until uh, for the rest of the year, really. So, I guess they could still slip up. And Oklahoma or Central Florida, but no, nah, it's over. It's you're right. I mean, it, it feels over. You were right the first time. It's over. You're not used to that. No, as a Kansas fan, no. Usually, other teams are having to say, "Well, it's over." Yeah. How's that feel? Um, unfamiliar. I don't know. Angry? Are you? <laughs> are you angry? No, I, I don't. Uh... I don't think this year's Kansas team is really Big 12 championship worthy. You know, they they just they're a good team, they're a solid team and maybe they'll put things together down the stretch and maybe they'll be a good postseason team, which uh is a different thing than being a Big 12 regular season champion type of team. Because to win the Big 12 even before this expansion, you had to be the type of team that could withstand the entire gauntlet of playing in the Big 12 week after week. You know, it used to be you had to play everybody twice in the league. And uh, so you had to have a team that was built to withstand everything. And you had to have depth and and all sorts of uh, mental toughness and, you know, different ways to beat teams. And I don't think this team was quite there, this Kansas team this year. And so, you know, what are you going to do? It's not fair to expect Kansas to win the Big 12 every year. They're still a good team. That's a little disappointing, but uh, Houston, they deserve it. Houston went on the road and beat Baylor 82-76 to in overtime. The other uh, team that's battling for first place, I guess you could say, is Iowa State because they're only a game behind Houston. They won at home against West Virginia by seven. Kansas stays two games behind Houston and a game behind Iowa State with their blowout victory at home against Texas. Texas Tech, they could have... Uh, been tied with Kansas, but they blew it, and they lost by 14 on the road to UCF. BYU goes on the road, and they lose by 10 to Kansas State. And then uh, TCU beat Cincinnati. And Bedlam, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, 
Oklahoma wins in overtime, 84 to 82. So their final trip to Stillwater was a winner. So I'm sure Todd Lebo, very happy with that. That's got to be tough to tough to stomach for the Oklahoma State fans. Yeah, they'll get over it. And then tonight, uh, there are two games, a doubleheader, um, none of which are overly exciting, but at least one local school is in action. West Virginia at Kansas State, so a chance for K-State to get another win. And then Baylor looks to bounce back from their loss to uh, to Houston, and they go on the road. Tough game against TCU. Both teams are eight and six. Both teams are nineteen and eight and eight and six. One team's eleventh uh, in the nation. The other team is unranked. So <laughs> figure that. And then they play in the same conference. But we'll see. Let's see if TCU can make a statement tonight. Yeah, TCU. Jamie Dixon does not apparently like to play anybody in the non-con. So. That they must be getting punished for that, but uh, they're good. They're a tough team. And uh, Missouri didn't win. Okay, so I knew you were wondering about that. Yeah, I, for- I forgot to check that. Did you? Did you feel like they they might? No. No. Some would say you don't have to check that. <laughs> I, honestly, I thought they. I thought since they had played so well against Ole Miss and Tennessee, there's a there's a, there was a shot because Arkansas is not very good. But then, right, and they the same they hung with them close game and then absolutely fell apart down the stretch. So got a real shot here. I mean, they've got at Florida. You wouldn't anticipate them winning that game. Home against Ole Miss. They only lost by three to Ole Miss on the road. And so they get home against Ole Miss, home against Auburn, and at LSU. So there's a real chance here, people, that they finish 0-18 in the conference. So let's see if they can do it. Got to win that Ole Miss game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sure. they'll, (laughs) They'll take any of them, but, you know. How much do you care if they win one of these games? I don't. I do not. Doesn't matter. I know people get all wrapped up in knowing eighteen, but really, are you gonna? You feel like oh, so much better if they're one in seventeen? Like, oh, wow, they got that win. If I was on the team, I would. <laughs> I would definitely. One win would mean a lot. Yeah. You know, I was a coach or a player. Well, I'm not on the team, so right. I don't. I mean, sure, <laughs> I, want, I want them to win, but I mean, right? What difference? I, I don't like. What difference does it make? They're still going to be in last place. If they're going to do something, do it well. So go zero and eighteen. You know, I've been a part of a winless season. The first year I ever did the KU women's basketball games, they went they 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 went winless in big big twelve play, and. Uh, that was miserable. <laughs> that was a miserable year. You know, it's not a lottery based on luck. You have to go out and win the game. And so if you don't yeah. win the game, I mean, if you don't, you 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 deserve to be 0-18. You, you, you know, your record is what you are. Yeah. And so wishes and hopes and everything else, can, they're all great, but you got to go out and win it. 
They've had multiple games they've had a chance to go out and win, and they're not good enough to do it. And so they're 0-18. That means they were just a terrible basketball team. And yeah. there's nothing else that could be said. Sweeping changes need to be made. And so well, it's going to be fascinating to see what the new AD thinks of this. I just think it's fascinating that this is happening because, boy, it, it just seemed like Dennis Gates was a home run hire this time well, last year. Well, you rely on the transfer portal, and the two best transfer portal gets barely play for you because of injury. That'll happen. Yeah. You know, and the guys that were were contributors for you last year are forced to step up into alpha roles, and that's not what they are. You know? they. I mean, you, you had two guys that are, you know, you can call NBA players. And, I mean, how good was Kobe Brown? Kobe Brown was good enough to be all-conference and be in the conversation to be one of the best players in the conference last year. And Demoy Hodge... I mean, John Sunfold was on the show and said that he thought Demoy Hodge should be SEC Defensive Player of the Year, and he was one of the, you know, hottest three point shooters when he was going. He could score in bunches. You take those two guys off that team, and you don't replace them with. I mean, look, was Caleb Grill and John Tanji going to be as good as those two? No, but Tanji averaged you know almost fifteen points a game last year. And Caleb Grill was going to help, and to combine, they basically offered nothing. So that's, but that's not it. That's not the whole story. But that's where it starts. Yeah, they wouldn't be winless. No, I don't know how good they'd be, but they wouldn't be winless. You know, Aiden Shaw hasn't developed like people had hoped. The freshman class has not produced like people had hoped, and then you know other players were exposed in the expanded roles that they were thrust into. And I bet Dennis Gates will tell you that he hasn't done a great job of coaching. It's been a it's been a team effort to get to this point. <laughs> so what about sporting with their one one uh draw again one of us let's call it draw or tie. Either one. They mean the same thing. One one tie against Houston. Yeah, I uh I came home and watched that game yesterday because I was out of town uh, doing a different game, but uh, they, they took a lead in the game. Um, I thought it was a pretty good performance by Sporting. They had a couple of breakdowns defensively at the end of the game. But uh, anytime you get a, a draw or a tie away from home, I think it's, it's for the most part, a good result for Sporting KC. So Who's supposed to be better this year? Houston or Sporting? Well, I would say sporting because Houston. The the one thing that if you want to be, you know, negative about it from sporting's perspective, is that Houston are missing their best player, uh, Hector Herrera, who is uh, you know Mexican star, uh, who really turned Houston into a really really good team last year. You know, sporting lost in the playoffs to Houston last year. Uh, on a controversial no call as well, but but Ache Ache as they call him was a great player and he's out. He didn't play, and their 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 star striker, uh, two of their best offensive players didn't play. They were missing some of their best players. Houston and Sporting were pretty much healthy going into the game, so um, the Sporting should have won. I mean, it's an away game in Major League Soccer. It's hard to win away from home. Uh, I would say they probably feel like they should have because they had the lead, you know, and they didn't hold on to it. They gave up a goal. 
I didn't think Sporting created a ton in, in terms of chances in the game themselves. So they didn't really deserve to me more than the one goal that they got. And uh, they needed to close it out with a little bit better of a performance defensively, I guess. And they weren't able to do so. But overall, like I said, if you come away with uh, you come away with a point away from home against a division rival, that's that's usually a positive. So they got a tough game coming up at home against Philadelphia. Philadelphia have been one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference over the last few years. They've got a veteran coach. They got a bunch of players that uh, that have been there for a while that know how to win. So this is going to be a tough game on the home opener for them coming up this weekend. Media day is tomorrow for Sporting KC, by the way. So I'm going to go out there and try to get us some interviews and things like that. So, um, What do they do for media day? Do they do anything special? I don't know. I don't think. I mean, basically, they, they let you come out. They let, they have they actually have training at Children's Mercy Park instead of at the at the Compass Minerals uh, training facility. So you get to watch them have practice on the field. Uh, they usually put out a bunch of food, you know, nice food options for the for the media, and then they bring out all the players so that you get a Go chance back to the food part of it. Like what? Yeah. Oh man, they like, like sampling from the concessions or no? Just... Well, I think a little bit of that, but you know, like the uh, the the big high dollar suites, the field suites downstairs. But isn't that what they want you to do? Like, hey, yeah, look what's going to be available. At this yeah, concession stand. Yeah, that's that's usually part of it, but also like, hey, look what's available in the premium seating if you if you come down here, you get mm-hmm. delicious meatball sliders or. They, That's all you get for the premium seating? Well, they have all kinds of stuff. Oh. That was the first thing I thought of from last year. Okay. Well. I think they had street tacos last year. They had all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I assume that they'll have that they'll have food for everybody tomorrow. Will they give you so, a gift? Sometimes. Well, like what? Could be a scarf. Mm-hmm. Could be a... Uh, I kind of remember what they gave us last year. What gave everybody last year. A notebook and a nice pen. Could get that. I'm maybe. Just suggesting things. I don't know. Yeah, I'm okay. trying to suggest things that would get more media out there. I, yeah, they should talk to me. What? what yeah. What would move the needle for you? I could uh, a put in a word for you. Okay. Like just like a nice, like you know, like, like a, a satchel or something like that, or something to carry your <laughs> okay. iPad in. Um, I'm just thinking of like cool gifts I've received as a member of the media in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been a couple times I've gotten like a leather-bound notebook. People used to give out backpacks, backpacks and bags. Something like leather-bound notebook would be nice. A leather-bound book. Drake, you've re- what, what's the nicest media gift you've received over the years? Oh, gosh. I remember when I first got to town, when I was still doing the music stuff, going out for media days and getting a, a personalized jersey from the Royals. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah. It was a long time ago. It was 96, maybe? Basically, like, like, like I remember the, the big the, the big 12. Used to give out like really nice back. Remember that backpacks? Yeah. Or computer yeah. bags, or like yeah. leather bound notebooks. I like a leather bound notebook. Or like you know what? what what's it like a binder where you keep a notebook in it? And it's, yeah, like the leather, yeah, like a folder and it had, type. Like, the Big Twelve logo on it. Yep. Yeah, I, I remember uh, last year for the Major League Soccer All Star Game, they gave us these like shoulder bag type things that had like oh, a no, pot see, for your cell phone in it. That, there it is. There you go. Yes. Like you can slide your cell phone in there and it's like yeah. a almost like a man purse type thing, right but it just goes over your shoulder. Yeah, like one of those, but a little bit smaller than that. Didn't have as many pockets as yours. Yeah, you got a lot of things. Stuff. That's you know that's big time. I got all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah. Again, I bought this at the most bizarre place that you, you would never guess 
I have no idea why they had this. And but I, first of all, I was looking for another bag. Okay. Because the bag that I had, I have too much stuff in it. And I just I have to have you know I, I keep all my stuff organized, and I have to have different pockets. This is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pockets? Seven. You know, and I have to you know I keep my work stuff in like Lebo is always on me. Keep the microphone in there. I have a microphone that I attach to my phone, uh, and then a charger and everything else. So if there's ever a chance where you know, hey, oh, I wish I could interview this guy. Well, you're it. I got yeah. the microphone. Uh, you know, I have two wallets, right? One that's my wallet, one that I know uh, uh, that Susan and the girls, when they get into my bag, their wallet, that's my wallet, <laughs> that has the credit cards that, to the different stores, you know. Dad, where's the Coles card? Where's the JCP? You know what? Yeah. You know, so they don't get in this wallet. But somehow they get in that wallet, too. They get in both of them. Yeah. Because on Friday I had cash, and on Monday I don't. And no I cash. Didn't, I didn't spend any cash, so. Cash gone. You do the math. Yeah. But, I, you know, and I, or I got, you know, medication, pens. I got all kinds of stuff. So that's a fine. But where do you think I bought this? Where I've recently been in the past several months. I still have no idea why this was for sale there. Somewhere in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. No, somewhere in Dallas. Let's get good guess there. So was it a store, like just a regular store? Like a, it was a store. Like a TJ Maxx type of place? Well, what would I be at TJ Maxx in Dallas I don't know. on vacation? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, kids, we're in Dallas. Let's visit TJ Maxx. I don't know. Dealey Plaza? There it is. Wow. After we got done with the tour of the uh, of, of the School Book Depository Museum and everything, that's yep. what they call it. You know what I mean? So we get down. There's, there's a, a gift shop. After we had spent, you know, four and a half hours in there. And so I wanted to get like in the in like they have they have cool things like uh, commemorative coins or uh, stamps or things like that or really nice books. Uh, and they have all these different books about the assassination or about the presidency or about presidents. And so I, I told the kids, hey, pick out something reasonable and, you know, get a book or get, you know, and like Selena wanted a commemorative coin to show that she was there and stuff. And so we're walking around, and they just selling this utility purse, and it had like it had nothing. It no had logos. No logo. <laughs> there's nothing that suggests yeah. where I bought it, and there's no reason why it would be like you know it's like something. This is the bag <laughs> that the Secret Service wore. Was, there was nothing. I even what asked, a random thing to be there selling. Was no <laughs> significance to it. I even asked a guy like, "What's the significance?" Oh, it's just a, it's a, you know, some people want to buy it. They're, they're here walking around, and you know. Tourists, they it's, sell it's, a lot it's, of them. It's, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a touristy thing because a lot of people that are there, yeah, that are tourists that are on vacation. Like, oh, I could use this. So it's smart. Yeah. And here I am. I'm like, oh, look at this bag. It's got seven pockets and a secret pocket. <laughs> and now the kids are like, oh, get it, Dad. You can say you got it here. Yeah. Like, of course. So I don't. I, I love, love it. it. I mean, I love it. I love the. Yeah, bag. it looks like. I it. just don't understand why it was sold, but I kind of do. Yeah. I'm like, they got me. That's what, you know more more gift shops to touristy places right. should sell bags like that. That's right. Because what are you do, what are you doing when you're with your family on vacation, or whatever else? You're carrying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You're you're mobile. You're on the road, so you can carry. You know. Yeah. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe sporting it. should give those away. That puts a sporting logo on that. Yeah. I like it. It does say here that lunch will be provided for media in attendance. Yeah. So there's going to be an update on stadium. Uh, 
upgrades that they've made. What time is that going to be? I probably had RSVP. I'll bet you they. I bet you. What time is it? Though? It is at eleven thirty. Ah, well. I have a dentist appointment at two with Doctor Hake out here. Okay. You know, a little work. It'll follow up work. You don't want to. You don't want to miss that. I know. We'll see eleven thirty. Well, how long will that last? I've got some downtime. I'm yeah, probably. A, I'm guessing probably an hour and a half, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, then we got. I let's see eleven thirty, twelve thirty. Yeah. You don't want me there. Because you know why he doesn't want me there? I do want you there. Because he's the big fish there. And then when, I go, <laughs> then when I go there, it's not all about him. It's still my spotlight. I, it's exactly right. Yeah. I, I, I probably, listen, Drake, I'm not, I guarantee you, he does not want me there. I do want you there. all of a sudden, you know, not everyone's goo goo gaga over him. Loving him up, buttering him up. <laughs> I don't know that I don't know that I get that treatment even if you're you not do. there. But I think you do. I've you heard, do. I've heard that you do. Who'd you hear that from? You don't think I know anybody? I, don't know, I know you know a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I know people, and I hear that's how you're treated. <laughs> so we'll well, yeah, it's like, I demand to be treated. Maybe maybe I do show up now. Maybe this. I is, would love that. Maybe They'd be excited is, yeah. to have you there. And I know this is reverse psychology. Oh, I'd love for you to go. Come on. <laughs> Take a break. Back after this at WHB. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Stephen St. John and Nate Bucati with the Drake Jason Justice. A little bit later, we'll be joined by Ty Lebo. He should be getting here any minute, and he'll discuss everything that happened over the weekend. And just talk about life in general, life with Lebo. And then uh, C.J. Moore from The Athletic will talk college basketball with us. And Annie Rogers, who covers the Royals for MLB.com, will be with us in the 9 o'clock hour. So a little basketball, a little baseball. Um, but I wanted to talk about this weekend was, uh, man, this was... Uh, this is a weekend filled with emotions. I can tell you that for uh, for me, and so I think you know. I was talking Friday that I uh, my girls were confirmed at St. Gabe's on Friday night in a lovely mass, um, and uh, and then we went and ate Mexican food afterwards, which is always exciting for me, um, <clears throat> but. Um, I really wanted to be able to attend the uh, the wake for Lisa Lopez Galvan, uh, and I couldn't because, uh, of course, my daughter's confirmation mass. But man, did I see the uh, Caesar was down there, my good friend Caesar, and some other people, Tom, and some other of my friends that graduated. Uh, we all graduated together with Lisa's brother from Saint Pius, <clears throat> and um, they said the the line out of the church was like several blocks long and a several hour hours wait to get in a tremendous outpouring of support. Um, <clears throat> that's beautiful. Uh, obviously and that meant so much to the family. Um, and so then I did get a chance the next morning with Susan to attend the, uh, the funeral and it was at Redemptorist 
on uh, of Thirty Third and Broadway. Um, and, and again, like the the funeral was at ten a.m. and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'll get there at, like at eight forty-five. That should be plenty of time. Get a spot and just be able to sit anywhere, you know. And I'm an idiot because you know we got there right around eight forty-five, and parking. I mean, all all the street. You know, the streets were already filled. So the parking lot, any spot on the street. Thankfully, the VFW had agreed to allow anyone going to their funeral to, uh, they could park in their lot, which is across the street. So we found a spot over at the VFW in their visitor lot. And then when we got in there, there was no seats. And this is, we were walking in right just before 9 a.m., an hour before the service even started. And it was, I mean, there was no seats. And then down the right side and the left side, the far aisles, people were just lined up so they could stand. And then we ended up getting seats in the usher's pew in the very back. But then all the way in the back, it was people probably three and four rows deep of just standing. And then it was two rows deep of people just standing on the side. And then I didn't see it. And then, you know, people in the lobby and then out there just, were just there. And there there was, you couldn't find a place for another person to stand. Right. And, um, and the mass was just beautiful. Um, oh boy, was it, I mean, it was, you know, it was, uh, obviously very emotional, but they had, uh, they had a mariachi band play several songs during the mass. And, and just, it was, I even told Susan, I said, as soon as I hear that mariachi music, I'm, it's, it's going to be hard not to lose it. And it was, I, cause, and I knew, you know, because, you know, her, her father, is, I've, I've said that before, is, is one of those respected mariachi musicians in Kansas City. And just, and, and just you know, that was, and she loved it. And you knew that was going to be such a emotional part of the, um, and, you know, I love, you know, mariachi music anyway. It reminds me of my grandparents, and there's just something about it that's so soulful and connect with it. And when they play, they played a couple of songs, and it was just, it was just this overwhelming feeling of emotion, you know. Um, but there was also a sense of, uh, it was also inspirational, too, because of so many people that were there. And you could tell what it meant to the family. And I was glad that I did get there early enough to where I went and found Hugo. And you guys, anyone that's listened to the show has heard me talk about him over the years. I went to school with him. He's been one of my close friends for, geez, how old am I? I'm 51. So then like 35 years, 36 years. That's crazy. I can't believe that to say that. Um, and that was, that was, uh, Lisa was his little cousin. So I had a chance to see him and talk to him for a while. And, uh, he said, you want to talk to Luther? I said, yes. And Luther was her, uh, big brother that I graduated with. And I found him and I'm so glad, um, that I had a chance to spend some time with him before the service started. Um, and then. Uh, and then after the service, I had a chance to speak with uh, Beto, her her oldest brother, you know. 
and both of them, and I, I had a couple of people tell me that several of the fans, because Hugo reached out to me and said that he had had a, a whole bunch of people contact him and tell him about the show that we did the next day. You know, and for a lot at that point, a lot of people didn't know who who had who had been killed and right. who Lisa was or what her story was or whatever else. And you know, we we talked about that right away. And I I, I felt like it was a difficult show to do, but and I didn't want to do the show the next day. But we got enough feedback to where I thought that it made at least some some type of positive impact. It was well received. But I was going to pass it on to you. It was Hugo said he that. So many people contact him and and tell them that we were talking about Lisa and talking about the Lopez family, and so they wanted to hear it, and uh, a bunch of the family listened to it, at least part of it on podcast, and then here they are, some of the family thanking me for the support and thanking us and everything else. Nothing to thank us for, um, but that just that really touched me. That was that was. Um, that meant a lot to me, and so you were part of that. So that should mean a lot to you too. Yeah, because uh, you never know. I mean, and, and like, <clears throat> and then you see, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Brittany Mahomes sent a big bouquet of flowers and had a message, and that was beautiful. Just all these different things that people did. All of it matters. All of it means something. All of it. Yeah. Um. It's it was it was. Man, I've, I've 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 thought about this since Saturday to try to how how to describe the feeling in there, I and mean, it was so obviously so tragically sad, but at the same time, there was an uplifting element to it because you could tell that members of the family were so overwhelmed at, at the amount of people that were there to support them and to put their arms around them, and so there was something beautiful about that. Yes. You know, and so it's just it was it was a very uh, just a very unique feeling that you know, and it was, and there was a lot of there was a lot of pride in there. Um, because they had asked for the people that went to the uh, wake, they said the family wanted to have one more, one more Red Friday for Lisa, because she loved the cheese so much, and so. They encourage people to show up wearing Chiefs gear, you know, because she would have liked that, right? And so that kind of carried over. There were some people still showing up in Chiefs gear, or like I wore a red hanky, Susan wore a red sweater, and it was just, <clears throat> I don't know, just the, the 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 feeling of community, the feeling of you know her heritage when they, they played the mariachis and just. Seeing so many people that were there to support the family, it was it was it was very impactful to be there. It was it was very emotional, but in in a number of different ways. And then afterwards, you know, just seeing I saw a lot of people that I knew, a lot of people that I grew up with, and you know, I didn't talk to them, but the mayor was there, and just you know, some other people that were dignitaries. That, um, I'm kind of rambling now, but it was. Uh, it was special. That's really all I can all I can say. And there were some moments that were so that were so sad that uh, you know you know um, it's heartbreaking. Like is the only word because like, we were. Uh, 
probably don't even want to talk about it on the air. I'll tell you off the air. Just there was, there were just some moments that were like overwhelming. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. you know, especially seeing her family and seeing her son, her daughter, and her husband. Um. You know. So, you know, the community will continue to support them. Um, we'll continue to do whatever we can. I, I talked to. I talked to Luther. I talked to Bethel briefly about, you know, we're going to get together and maybe talk about something with like a, maybe a scholarship for somebody that wants to get into radio because she was in the radio and that was her passion. And so, um, we're going to figure something out. I'm going to get together with yeah. the brothers and, and, uh, and do something. You know. Well, you and I have experience in, um, helping people put together or sometimes in certain cases us putting together our own memorial events uh, for people that we've lost, so we can help, we can help amplify it, and I think that that's going to be big too. Uh, one thing I know is when something like this happens too, you know this when you lose somebody that you love very much. The 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 next year you have all these anniversaries that happen, right? Like the person's birthday or the you know the anniversary of when the person died and, and things like that. And it's important for everybody to be there for. Lisa's friends and family on all those moments and and over time um, if you keep doing an event like that like I you know my closest frame of reference is obviously the big steps race when I lost my buddy Sean and as time goes on there there become a lot more smiles than tears years after years but there still are tears you know there are still those moments where you cry and you think about the person and you and you and you need to like I look forward to those moments when I think about Sean, one of the lessons I think to take away from everything that happened. By the way, I'm really sad that I couldn't have been there on Friday or Saturday because I was out of town. I just got a, a better sense that it really hurt Kansas City. Yeah, the community was so yes. you know, and yes. and I think it helped so many people to be there, to be around each other, and to, and it was just you could I guess a good way you could just feel you would think. You would think you would just feel the sadness, right? Right. But you felt so much love yes. in that church. Yes. That was that was what was inspirational, and that was that was what was wonderful. So. Yeah, and, and I I think that's that's kind of the point. Is <clears throat> I always I always use the analogy that you know if there's a really dark cloud, you need some rays of sunshine. You ha- you, you need them, and for everybody in this city. Uh, but particularly the closer you got to Lisa, the more you need those rays of sunshine. And so I had a few different people, like when I went to the Sporting Kansas City season kickoff party last week, I had a couple guys come up to me and say say things about the, the show that you and I did the next day and how they really appreciated it. And a couple of them said, you know, I was going to text you, but I didn't want to blow your phone up because I figured you probably had a lot. And I said, you know, the thing I've got Yeah, I'm sorry out, I didn't return any text messages we had doing this show. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Did you resent any of those texts or did you appreciate them? I appreciate them. Yeah. And so I think that's the part you remember. Like, I don't think you'll ever regret reaching out to somebody to see how they're doing or to tell them that you love them. You know, I don't think, like, because we all, I think, have, have been in a situation a time or two where it's like, man, I know a friend of mine's going through something. But he's probably overloaded with phone calls or text messages, and I don't want to bother him, so I'm going to leave him alone for now. 
at the end of the day, I don't think you ever regret reaching out to somebody to let them know that you care about them. You know, and and uh, and that. How many people did that this weekend? You know, and how much does that mean to uh, Lisa's family and, and to the people that went? Because the other thing, as as much as you and I didn't want to talk about what we didn't want to do the show that day, I felt so different by the end of that four hours than I did at the start of the show because we talked about it. And I do think that's something that I worry a little bit like with my kids. I talked to them the next day when I picked them up from school and I said, did you guys talk about what happened yesterday at all in school? And they said, no, not really. And that actually disturbed me a little bit because from what I understand, you know, sometimes just talking about it and sharing your feelings and, and being open with your – and it doesn't have to be with a professional, even just with your friends or whatever can be very therapeutic. It can really this help. It's good to reconnect with people because, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this several times last week. I mean, that her, her family, just the Lopez family in general, have been so cool to me over the years and, you know, there's so many people that – either went to school with or hung out with or just, you know, such a, such an awesome family, you know, and it was, I was at least glad I could see them and <clears throat> talk to some of them. And it was, uh, it was, it was a day that uh, a lot of us will never forget. We'll take a break back after this on WHB. Welcome back to the border patrol on sports radio, eight ten. WHB, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Stephen St. John and Nate Bucati with, you know, you're here. Why don't you just come in here? We're just going to sit there and waste your time. He's talking to me. Come in here. But that's not content for the air. We're not going to waste minutes because once at 8 o'clock he he runs off. I want to maximize my time with Lebo. He was telling me about the guy who met in the bathroom. Oh, let's hear it. That's a story for the year. See? Why are you wasting those nuggets on on just one person when so many more could hear it? Right? You met a guy in a bathroom, huh? Go on. That's a good starting to a story. I'll say it a different way. Why? That's how Drake said it. I've got an even better way to say it. Oh. So Saturday, had a great time at Allen Fieldhouse. Took the clients over there with a lot of good folks. Um, Look at me. Did you have a great time at Allen Fieldhouse? Wonderful time at Allen Fieldhouse. While, wonderful while time. Bedlam was going on. Hey, I was watching Bedlam on my phone. I got to see uh, McCullum make three while uh, Kansas was getting out to about a ten point lead on Texas without breaking a sweat. So what I told Drake was, "Hey, Sunday morning." I got a DM on Twitter from a guy I met in the bathroom at Ooh. Allen Fieldhouse. Hey! So how, how do you... But how... You know who this guy was? Who? He was head coach Lance Leipold. Uh, uh, you know, I had met him before, but it, we just had to be... <laughs> so, like, uh, right before the game, I'm going in uh, to, to go to the, the restroom. Right. Like you do before the game. Did he recognize you? Well... This is one of the fancy restrooms where only the fancy people No, this was a regular restroom, but it was on the fancy side, the chair back okay. side. And he had just got done, washed his hands or whatever, and I was like, Coach, and I'd met him before, but not a lot, but I you know, reintroduced myself, and we chatted for a second or whatever. But he is such a good dude. So, like, yesterday, I've got a Twitter DM saying, hey, it was nice to see you yesterday, Todd. I mean, just, like, what a good dude. So I, I got a DM from a 
uh, on Twitter from a guy I met in the bathroom in Lawrence. That, that's what so I, how that's did, how I'll say it. How did you, who, who knew who? Uh, well, I recognized him first. He was heading out to the game. It was almost game time. So you bothered him in the bathroom. Yeah. He was done, though. He had was done washing his hands. and then. But he said, Had you washed your hands yet? I hadn't even gone yet. For the show. Okay. Uh, this was, I was walking in. He was walking out. Anyway, so there you go. There's my story about getting a direct message from the guy in the bathroom. No, <laughs> but uh, we had a great time. We took some clients over there. Uh, we had uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. We had All Weather Decks. We had Twin Peaks people. We had... Uh, who else did I say, Drake? No, I can't remember who all was there. Elicit. Here we go. So we had all that. We had a good time. And we went to 23rd Street Brew. We got to see Matt Llewellyn. Got, a, got to go to a chalk talk before the game where they told us, you know what they said? Who are you? They said. Anymore. Uh, like, really, who are you? Hey, I brought my wife, too. She what was, a, what, I was going to say, what a complete. And there's nothing wrong with this, but what a complete sellout you are. Yeah, absolutely. It's that's for, fine. It's for the station. That, that's fine. Sandy, yeah. Sandy well, asked what me you are. like uh, you know two months ago. Hey, can you come do this? What's Lance Sandy say about this? And so, what, what do your said, Oklahoma uh, people say about I, this? I think I watch Texas lose. Well, it, that was the one. It was the thing that brought us all together. It was heartwarming to see some of the kids in the student section on the on the jumbotron thing uh, throwing the horns down. Yeah. I, I mean, it warmed my heart. I yeah. was like, they, they can't bring us all together. Um, but it was a wonderful time with the clients. Is what it was. We had a great time. Ate at Twenty Third Street Brewery. Got to. They, they said at Hawk Talk, uh, it was uh, Coach Q. They call him Quartermain. Is that his name? Yeah, Ed, Fred yeah. Quarterbob. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Close. That's why they call him Q. They said they 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 have the people, uh, you know, come in this little room and they you know it's it's the fancy people. We were fancy on this day, and they were going to tell them how they're going to win the game. You know what they said they were going to do? They're going to give the ball to the big kid, Hunter Dickinson. Wow. Texas can't guard him. You know what? They were right. They <laughs> just threw the ball to him like 20 times. Texas isn't very good. They're not very good. You know what I think? You know, that's the embarrassing part about this. We we lost to Texas by like 15 points at home. One of the worst freaking games they played all year. You know what's more embarrassing? You know what we didn't do? What? We didn't guard their big guy. And we, then they got a little guy, number three, who scored 3,000 points in, yeah. his, in his career because he played at Oral Roberts. He scored five points in this game because they guarded him, and Oklahoma didn't guard him. And he just shot like seven threes. That I don't. Day. I don't need to hear your complaints. Do you have a conference win? Several. Do you have a okay then? You got a bedlam sweep. I don't care. I don't Did you hear sweep it. your rival on the no. battle lines? No. How'd that go Saturday? No football. Yes. That's all that matters. Yeah, we lost that one. So that yeah, that was a tough one. It wasn't good. But here, here, here. This is what I tell you. Uh, I hope the Raiders and Antonio Pierce are watching Texas right now. Mm. Why do I say that? Is it talking stuff? No, like Texas. Who's their head coach? Why did they make that Sark. hire? No, the basketball oh, team. Terry. Good oh, okay. God! Oh, the basketball. Team. Yeah, because he was because he was there and they won. Hired the interim because yeah. he was what? He interim. Was interim. Interim. And, like and, Romeo, and they, and they did pretty well, right? Yeah. Like Romeo, Cornell. and they got emotions, the and, and they got all caught up in the emotions, yes. right? And what did they do? Then they, they've they've had a bad year, and many people said, "Are you sure you want to hire him? Is it you're getting you know you're letting the players?" But make at, it, you know, at least he didn't go on a podcast and say they know how to beat Mahomes, right? By beating him up, right? But my but you see my point? Though? Yes, that's the cautionary tale. It is the cautionary. Tale. How often do you see that? All the time. I, I'm trying to think of a really good. I'm sure there's stories out there of an interim who turned out to be just awesome, but they're not jumping right to my. 
top of mind here. You know what they didn't do at Mizzou? When, when Quinn Snyder was let go? Who what? was the interim that time? <laughs> Come on, say it. Melvin Watkins? Yeah. They didn't get uh, tempted by the allure of Melvin Watkins. Well, because he didn't win very much. Oh, so. okay. That was different. Do you, but do you, don't you think Texas made a mistake or no? Or right now, it looks like it. Absolutely looks like it now. Absolutely looks Because that record does not equal the talent that they have. It doesn't no. seem like. Or, or am I wrong? No. Or they're just not as talented. They're, they're, I think they have plenty of talent. They have two. Didn't Texas Tech keep their interim last year and then fire him? Uh, no, they did not keep. They, 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 their interim yeah. was like just two days, though. Oh, okay. Because as a Mark Adams, it was like during yeah. the Big 12 tournament. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah. That he got uh, he got in trouble. What was his? He was some, I can't remember what Mark Adams' controversy was. It was something, something racist, though. Yeah. I believe. Wow. And, um, and then he. They, but they hired that Grant McCaslin. He was at North Texas or something. Yeah. He's a Scott Drew assistant yeah. over the years. He's like a Jerome Tang guy. They had a disappointing loss over the weekend. Uh, but they were freaking down by 12 points or something and came back and had the thing. Had a free throw to win it. 58% kid goes to the line. Didn't work well. The same thing happened in Bedlam. They had at the line at home. In OT, dude, or in, in, in regulation. When the game couldn't make it, though. Do you care that that's the end of the rivalry? Yes. I love Bedlam. I think it's dumb that Oklahoma's going to the Big Twelve. It's over. Leaving the Big Twelve, going why to the don't SEC. You, why don't you continue Bedlam? Does, I, o- does I Oklahoma like, want to? Yeah, I think they would like to play. Does it. Oklahoma State say no? You yeah, got it's no. not quite like KU Missouri ten years ago or twelve years ago. But Mike Gundy said them some things like that. Why would we play them? You know, so it's fun. We'll see. I think it's a, there's a path forward in basketball more than football. Football gets there's only so many difficult. football games to play. Yeah, that's you the only thing. get so many non-con games. You know. And the Big 12 actually plays nine uh, league games, so that makes it a lot harder. The SEC at this point this year is still only playing eight, which is still a joke. This league that you're in, Stephen. It's not a joke. It is a joke. You're it's in an the absolute league, too. Joke. Now, I'm not, not till July 1st. Right now, I'm going to poo-poo uh, on You know what? He's going to be right on board by that by, by right. July. I'm, I'm, on, smart to only play. I'm on record saying you best play nine. If you have 16 teams in your league... They're going to play eight. Got to get that extra game in against the Citadel. I mean, the Citadel can't play themselves, you know. <laughs> I can't wait. Oklahoma's got Maine coming in next year. They're black right into, They're right into SEC's love. love. Bring the Maine Black hey, Bears in. played K-State and Memphis last year. Those are two good teams. Yeah. You beat them both. They did. They didn't take the soft touch. Who was that other soft touch? Who they cares? played one of them. They got their softy in there. Whatever. Oklahoma's playing Houston next year. They have a Big 12 game next year. So that's there you go. You can hang out now or do you think your work's done? It's not. Back after this on WHP.